For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Your military advisor did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. I'm confident that the president heard all the recommendations and listened to them very thoughtfully. The memoranda that I wrote back in the fall of 2020 remained consistent, and I do agree with that. The president's national security team on defense pressed to explain new claims that President Biden rejected advice to keep troops in Afghanistan longer. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. And gentlemen, the liar in chief. <laughs> this is welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. Today is Tuesday. We're halfway through our week. <laughs> uh, let me introduce my awesome co-host, Godfather of Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Good afternoon, everybody. Just happy to be here. And then let me introduce. The awesome angel of the airwaves, Miss Angel Fleming. Hello, Hi, Angel. And all that other stuff, you know. Um, it's lunchtime here. Up Chetio and all that sort of thing. Can't yeah. spot a tea. You know, I mean, um, hey, um, Boris, Boris is <laughs> Boris is like um is like hey. The leaders, they do whatever they want to do, man. Leaders do whatever they want to do. They're going to lock you down. They're going to put masks on you. Mask it's going to bury them. It's going to bury them. They, they ought to heed history. Dude was partying like it was 1999, wasn't he? Hey, Gavin Newsom hanging with Magic Johnson. Just saying. You know what? If I was Magic Johnson, I would be a little bit more, hmm. That's the toughest say, dude in the world. That dude beat AIDS. Well, that was going to be my point. Yeah, and I know. Is they, they quietly cured him of AIDS, but if there was actually anybody who was so high risk that really needed to be careful, he's really yeah. showing you don't have to be, right? Because right, exactly. The exactly. assumes he still has AIDS. There is no cure for AIDS. Right. Anthony Fauci. Right. And that, Sorry. And he's, that's still beating, he's still beating himself because he never developed a vaccine for it. But you know, I was I was like, if there's anybody, can pump the money off of the cure that yeah, comes from our illness. 
if there's anybody who should really be worried about catching it, it's him. Because his T-cell count, you know, that, that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. You know how you have to wear a mask when you go into a restaurant until you sit down? Mm-hmm. And, and that, that differential between how high you are in the air versus sitting down allegedly is science that most people have accepted. Maybe it's even more so for magic because he's higher than yeah, everybody else. Like he's above the c- contamination zone. I mean, yeah, that's bro, science. He needs to sit down twice with his size. Mr. Johns, can you sit down? I, I, I am sitting down. I can't um, be any <laughs> All right, here we go. We are broadcasting on Cloud Hub, Getter, uh, D Live, and Rumble, and I say our minor our minority uh, platforms are Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Okay. Um, with that said, if you're watching the show, make sure you, you are sharing the show. If you might not agree with everything that we said, but by the end of the week, you will because <laughs> what you call you, our, our, minor, our minority <laughs> platforms? You mean the uh, the mainstream? Internet, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Mainstream the, platforms, the endangered <laughs> platforms, the endangered platforms. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, um, yeah, they, yeah, they are endangering. Um, oh, and I also want to say hi, mom, because my mom is a huge fan of yours, Wayne. And hey, mama. I think she just realized yesterday that I'm on the show regularly now, so she <laughs> has gone proud, mama bear, for us, and she's <laughs> pushing you on. Oh, well, thank, thank you, mom. Thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, and um, maybe once y'all get rid of all that snow and all the potential snow that's coming, maybe I can get up there and, you know. Well, just will be spoiled. She's down in Florida, and I'm sure they'd be oh. able to host you down Oh, there. well, I mean, you She's know. that's a huge Wayne Dupree fan, so if you yeah. were down in Florida, yeah. we'd love to take you out to dinner. Yeah, we're going to, have to get down to Florida, man. Yep. Get down yeah, there. Escape the cold. They can afford that now. You know, you work hard all enough. Right. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on with the news. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Hutch just brought up Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom was at the was at the uh, football game over the weekend, and he put the mask mandate in place until the middle of February. Now he's apologized. It was very judicious yesterday. Again. Uh, very judicious. And you'll see the photo that I did take um, where Magic was kind enough, generous enough to ask me for a photograph. And in my left hand's the mask, and I took a photo. Uh, rest of the time, I wore it, uh, as we all should. Uh, not when I had a glass of water or a thing. And I uh, encourage everybody else to do so. And, uh, and that's it. Hey, Governor, Phil Schumann with Fox 11. I know you um, probably want to make that the last word on this, but given your history with this issue, should you maybe have reconsidered taking the mask off for the photo, for the the image, the message that it, yeah, that it might no, send? I, yeah, I mean, of, of course. I was trying to be gracious, and I made a mis- You know, I mean, I was trying to be gracious and took the mask off for a brief second. But, uh, no, I encourage people to continue to wear them. I- his head, his head is misshapen. His nose is going to grow so long he won't be able to put a mask on there anymore. His mind was like, I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. But I said, come on, come on with something. Come up with something. Oh, now, 
Next question. Next question. The sign language dude's going. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin Marie Antoinette Newsom. <laughs> Gavin, I used to be married to Kim Guilfoyle. Now Donald Trump Jr. is Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, look, um, if it's not that, it's uh, Nancy Pelosi getting caught. Uh, you, you remember that time when she got caught in getting the hair uh, salon? Yeah, hair oh, salon. Yeah, getting her hair did. Claim that um, hair salon was trying to um, smear her. Unreal. Was mm -hmm. trying to, you know, was trying to catch her and smear her when, you know, nail salon. No, we have the security cameras up here all the time. You know, those two are related. Yeah, yeah. That's his nephew. How? I forget. That's how. her nephew. Isn't uh, it? Yeah, her husband's nephew or something like that. But yeah, her nephew. <laughs> what a fam. Yeah, it, it's great. Um, when her own family is saying, hey, we're starving here. We're small business owners. You're killing us. You know what I mean? She th That just speaks to how tone deaf California politicians, especially, I mean, politicians across across the world. But California <laughs> is an extra special type of elitist. No, no, it is. It is. It, it is. is. And, and it looks like they're going to be the only ones. Well, them and the poor people are going to be the only ones. I mean, it, well, that that's going to be straight up communism, socialism. And I'll tell you, it, it's a crying shame too. I, you know, way back in the day, in, in in mid '80s, I went to San Francisco, and it was the most beautiful place I'd ever seen in my whole life. I mean, it was so beautiful, but it was already kind of a little bit woke, man. I mean, they they were like like I've seen cities that have Chinatown, right? San Francisco had Chinatown, Japantown, Koreatown, Indonesia town, freaking Guadalajara town. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like they had signs, you know, yeah. like this was where we are, but beautiful. Now it's man. What a shame. What a shame. I mean, it makes sense because it's a, a Pacific city. So yeah, that's New York is the same way too. I mean, New York has its districts, little Italy and different. Yeah, Boston. All major cities pretty much have those. Baltimore has not like San Francisco, though. San Francisco. Well, no, more. no, no. Yeah, <laughs> they got yeah. more. Well, yeah. now it's a giant melting pot of number two. I mean, literally, yeah. my sister went out to visit a friend in San Francisco, and she said, "You can't pay me to go back out there." I heard that. They literally have an app that you can engage with to look out for human fecal matter. Instead of street. cleaning it up, that's what the city did. They made Outside an app. Outside of like Michelin restaurants, I mean, <laughs> this is not just. You know, there is no homeless encampment in San Francisco. San Francisco is the homeless encampment. Yeah, you, you have GPS. the extremely wealthy stepping <laughs> over the extremely poor who are defecating in the streets. You know what? I saw I saw a video on on um, TikTok. Yeah, I'm stuck on TikTok some days. I, I can't get off. Um, but I saw a video on TikTok where this guy was driving. And he came to that corner. And you know how people are standing on the corner asking for money with the signs and stuff? Yes. It turned out it was his co-worker. <laughs> it was his co-worker on the corner. And when the co-worker saw him in the car, he heard him put the sign away. He was like, yo, man, what you doing on here? I, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know. Getting some air. I was like, God. I mean, but, you know. We we are we're taught, you know, uh, to help out people, and it's gotten to a point in today's time where, and it's a shame you you think 
twice and you think three times before helping somebody. I ain't help none of them. You know, because you'd be like, is this a trick? You know, are they, you know. Every and, single business is hiring. Every damn one. Well, now, yeah. yeah well, yeah, they've created, they've created that mess. I mean, with every yeah. job application, you need an address. And a lot of these transients don't have addresses. I yeah. mean, even, I mean, Wayne, you talked about this last week. I mean, California has a culture where people who are full-time employed live in vans. They can't yes. live where they work. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing too, is I remember back in the nineties, there was this huge, I'm sorry, I have a very large dog who wants attention. So you guys are going to hear her and probably have seen her throughout the show. She's sneezing right now. Um, there was an expose done in, I think it was the nineties. I was still in college, uh, about how panhandling is actually a very lucrative form of employment because it's all tax free. If you panhandle in New York and, and in Boston, you could make close to a six figure salary completely untaxed. I mean, I remember in Boston there was Gino, the shoe shine guy, and he was living he was living large. I mean, for a homeless person, I don't know if he was even 100% homeless, um, but you know, a great guy. You'd see him on Boylston Street and Mass Ave every day, and you know, we always speculated how much he's making because these big transient cities like New York and Boston, people are just used to tossing a dollar, and you you'd see a few hundred people a day that adds up quick. But now that we've moved towards a cashless society. That probably put a kibosh on that. I'll tell you, I did a I did a piece on this too. The one thing that's never talked about about these homeless people, first of all, they're new. They haven't been around that long. 20 years, maybe. I mean, not that long. They, they were created by the government. If you look at the budgets for these cities, like San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, you look at the budgets that they have for the homeless, they're bigger budgets than government agencies. I mean, they buy buildings. There's this one building and I forget which city it was. It might be Chicago, but it might be a different city. I can't remember. But they had a room that was staffed with medical people that these junkies could go in there and they could smoke, shoot up, take pills, drink, whatever. And the medical people were there to ensure they didn't overdose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Unbelievable. Awesome. No yeah, money. Mm -hmm. Doesn't cost anything for them. I mean, their budgets are huge. And you and would, the, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no, you right. would think, you would think. That with the trillions of dollars that they're spent, I mean, I'm still waiting for 50% of the children to get pulled out of poverty with the trillions. Right. That, I think it goes to what Angel said yesterday, too, about the uh, keeping people trapped in the cities. That's what it is. You know, those are numbers right there that they get right. money from the state and from Washington. And right. instead of fixing the bridge, they build a bike lane and take three businesses out. You, you can't, have you can't cure poverty. You cannot cure poverty. No. But you can manipulate the stats, right? I mean, so right. you look no, at unemployment numbers and they can say they improved, but it's people aging out of the rolls. They can't collect anymore. Same with the poor. We can track yeah. the poor until they slip through enough where they're homeless. Then they don't exist anymore. And this benefits the government when they can promote these numbers because we're not considering those who have slipped through the, the cracks into an echelon that we're not tracking. But why did they slip through? Here's the thing. There's no, ho there's no housing shortage. There's no employment shortage. There's no shortage of schools or medicine or anything else. This is a manufactured thing. I see these people, homeless veteran. I go, you're about a dud. Why are you homeless? You know, explain. And, and it's usually drugs. Drugs or, or mental well, you illness. Also, you also have to consider, too, the 70s and 80s were spent closing down mental health facilities. You have a lot of people who probably belong in mental health facilities that cannot get a job. Therefore, they, they, cannot, 
They cannot right. secure a home shelter. Um, and, and you know, we, they're, they're roaming. It's turned into Gotham out there. I mean, if you've seen the most recent remake of The Joker, that really shook me to my core of what is happening with mental health in these streets. And yes, mm -hmm. mental health tend to turn to drug addiction and alcohol. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. It's like, or vice versa. They're, they're hand in hand. That's true. And, and the thing is, again, is the government, the government was involved. They're all thrown into yeah, they're all being melted into the mix and we can't differentiate from one another anymore. And, you know, these people can't get the help they need. So these liberal cities will make it look like they're trying to help. And you will have the average American has no idea how much it costs to provide one home to the homeless. Millions or, of dollars or, or or people in jail. But let me go back or to at the border or in mental hospitals. <laughs> it's let me a lot more. of money to provide one bed. Mm -hmm. Let me go back to the the poverty thing because um, I didn't want to just leave that out there and say, okay, well, you, you can never fix poverty, but they will never fix poverty because if they fix poverty, then they are out of a job. That was my point. Well, yes, they, they want a dependent class, a dependent yeah, class. They, if you work hard they for yourself, you, yourself. Right. They need you, the American people, us, the American people. They need us to beg them for life, basically. Mm -hmm. To Which beg them. They're sick people. Yeah. You're yeah, right, too. Yeah, they're sick. They're sick. I mean, just as soon as they get in and they take that oath and that door closes, they are given their rules. Yep. And 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 rarely and and they get intoxicated on those rules because then look, what's the old word? Power corrupts. Power corrupts, and yes, they were getting they were getting in front of the cameras and start bashing each other like it's a freaking game. And look it what is they're, it. look what they're doing to us right now. Every time they get on television, especially the Democrats, they lie. Every, they don't tell an ounce of truth. The media, nope. the press conference, the president, the Secretary of State—they all lie. Yeah, and they think that we're so stupid that we believe them. And yeah. unfortunately. Some of us do believe. Yeah. And because there's no accountability. I mean, you look at who we have on uh, on the conservative side sure. in elected office. They're just sitting on their hands. Their job is to hold these people accountable. See something, say something starts at the top. Mm -hmm. Not not us down at the bottom saying, you know, backpacks left in the street. You know something about something very serious, right? We talk about the CCP being in everybody's pocket left or right. Everybody should be speaking up about that. You know, it's just, it's, it's that, wild to me. Now that you mentioned that, <laughs> you know how when, when a bombshell book comes out that it takes a little while for people to read it and then like things start trickling out about what's in the book. Well, a guy at Breitbart named Schweitzer wrote a book, Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. And I'll tell you, man, this expose that came out today, you wouldn't believe there's like 23 former senators and congressmen that have lobbied for Chinese military or intelligence linked companies after leaving office. And most of them are Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's people yeah. that, you know, on this list, John Boehner, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Senator Tim Hutchinson, his brother or cousin is the governor of Arkansas, Asa mm -hmm. representative oh, yeah, yeah. Rodney Freeling, who's in Republican, New Jersey, Albert Wynn, Democrat, Maryland, Ed Royce, Republican, 
Here we go. Trent Lott. Uh, John Bro, remember him? Democrat Louisiana. Uh, Jeff Louisiana. Representative Bart Gordon. Norm Coleman. I think he was the, he lost or sir. Was he the gay dude? I don't know, but he's a Republican Minnesota. No, he lost to uh, the comedian, Al Franken. Hmm. Joe Lieberman. You believe that? Yeah. John Christensen. Connie Mack. I mean, the list goes on and on. Damn, Connie Mack, too. I know. That's, that's just it, is no one, no one can be trusted. No one. No. Is, no. These people are aiding and abetting our enemies and making a yeah. profit off of it for the cost of your freedom. And, and, and they, you know, they were saying that they were on our side. And that list, I'm telling Hutch, could probably go on and on. I mean, I'm there's sure a whole book yeah. about I'm it. I'm sure it could. There's a whole book about it. And yeah, Breitbart did you a great why? job putting that together. It's just not. You know why on. that list can go on? Because those are the ones that are on the low end. Mm-hmm. Probably. Those are the ones that are on the low end. I bet you, you look at I bet yeah. you look at Millie's bank account and there's some yellow money in there. You won't you won't suicide <laughs> yourself by naming those names. You go yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, exactly. exactly. you're gonna get into a car wreck. You always you always need an executive board when you if those names get put out there, you, you have to know there's a higher executive board that's getting twice or three times what they're getting. Yeah. And you'll and you'll never hear from them, but they control yeah. everything. Yeah, the, these you know. lower-ranking goons—they're the—they've got the money they got because that's the price of being the sacrificial lamb. And 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 keep an eye on those names because when a name drops off, they just went to the executive board. <laughs> they just went to the executive board because maybe somebody on the executive board died. So watch <laughs> died of suicide three <laughs> shots to the back of the head yeah. <laughs> while 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 flying on a plane yeah um yeah so i look well Wayne, what can we do to fix this thing we talk to you all the time it's not rocket science but the reason why we i, I mean it's not we don't drive it home on every show because you would think that some people would just go out there and do some people would just go out there and get involved for real instead americans today when they hear things that really mean something and that will really work americans today will think that Hutch is going to do it, and Angel's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to do it. I'll watch it on yep. TV. We have right. our Batman. We have our we have our superheroes here, so we're good. I don't have to do it. I'll tell but you. Then, but then Angel serious though. But then Angel saying, "Well, Hutch is going to do it, and Wayne's going to do it, so I don't have to do it." And then Hutch is saying, "Well, Wayne's going to do it, and Hutch and and Angel's going to do it, so I don't have to do it." Right. Nothing gets done. But you know, nothing gets done. I'll, I'll tell right. you, you know, the, the standard answers that we've given over the last 10 years um, are the, the, the things that are happening are getting more serious. I mean, every single day, I don't know what the end result's going to be, but I do know that every single week since the 2020 election, more evidence has come out about this election theft. And you've got conservative writers all over the place, even Selena Zito, friend of mine, that's out there 
common everybody down. Oh, you know, we got to get past this. We got to, we got to forget about that. We should never talk about that bullshit. I'm going to tell you what, the things that are happening right now, when you have a four-star general telling a four-star general in the Chinese communist party in a PLA that if we're going to invade you, I'll give you a heads up, brother. When you've got that and you've got an election that gets stolen and you've got Republicans in Georgia that are really Democrats. There's a company in Georgia that trains Democrats how to run as Republicans. Oh, wow. I mean, and it, it's in yeah. more than one state. Yeah. yeah. It's just an expose yeah. that just came yeah. up. <laughs> but you know what, though? You, if, if y'all do that, if you do that, you have to come with some solutions afterwards. Yes. You can't, I mean, people, you can get mad People can get mad all they want to about 2020, but if they're just getting mad about 2020 and they and they are and, and they haven't implemented any so 2022 is right is that's in right and the Senate, the Senate candidate that's leading in Pennsylvania, Dan McCormick is his name, just went to a fundraiser in New York City with the public relations guy of the Dominion voting machines. You know, we have to expose them first. You first, you got to know who's who are the bad guys because well, we're sitting here with a losing team. Well, you got to expose them, but you also have to have a plan in place to remove them. Or you have yeah. to—I mean, you have to campaign while you're exposing them, so so that people see. Okay, well, thank you for letting me know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna switch over and do that now, or I'm gonna I'm gonna back this person because. He just exposed this person and gave and gave me all the evidence that I need to move on to somebody else. I, I guess my, my main thing was like I don't think that we're just gonna be able to go to the ballot box and fix this. No. And I know everybody's afraid to say that, but I'm not. America look at the truckers in, in Ontario and wherever the hell they are. Okay. Yes. And I was going to say that too. So the truckers, we have 600 American trucks that have just joined the Canadian convoy. And the deal is rumor is that um, they are going to bring that action down here from California to DC. And so as Wayne was talking about earlier, um, what can we do? Everybody's expecting the next person to do something. And here's the thing, comfort isn't guaranteed. You don't have a right to be comfortable. And Americans are spoiled, and we have been spoiled for You're quite a couple right. of generations now, that we just think, like, I don't want to be outside of my comfort zone. Guess what? That's what it is. If you don't get uncomfortable now, it's going to be painful. That's so right. That's so and there's a couple words that are our enemy. One is safe and the other is nice. Yep. Those two words right there will bury our ass. Yep. yep. Safe and nice aren't virtues, by the way. Right. I have to right. remind a lot of my Christian friends that. Well, they're That's nice. That's correct. Nice. I learned nice. I learned that from a Christian lady, by the right? way. <laughs> and yep. Barnhart. Yep. And that doesn't mean get nasty, get ugly, but no. stand right. firm. exactly stand firm. Right. Do not back down. The more you take steps back, the more your children will never be able to step forward to that line. Exactly. Because, we have to think about. because once you start stepping back, once you start backing up, you're, you're, giving, you're giving up your the space that you were, were protecting or you're giving up this, the area that was yours. Yep, you're retreating. Nobody's saying you're going to get it back. Nobody, nobody's saying you're going to get that space back from the people that are backing you up because they're not planning to back up. They no. never, they never do unless you beat them in the head. They are gaining so much strength, so much 
re- resolve when they see you backing up. If you stand there and you have better ideas or or you show see, I've always thought about this, especially when I left the Democratic Party in 2007. And then we lost with McCain and Palin. And then we lost with um, Romney and um, was the boy, the boy toy thing. Ryan. Ryan. I was like, God, oh, man. I wonder, I wonder if he's making Chinese money yet. Probably at Fox. But I mean, I, I was like, I did not leave the Republican. I mean, excuse me. I didn't leave the Democrat Party to lose every goddamn election. It's hard. This man. is crazy to keep on losing like this. But you look at what we've been finding out, and it's no damn wonder, man. Yeah, exactly. Our team is frauds. Yeah, our team is fake. They're on the other side. This, this is how the wake up happens. Okay, so when yeah. your awakening described exactly what happened to me in the '90s. So people first wake up and they think my party is wrong. So obviously the next answer is the other party. Yep. But when you get to the other party, you're like, it's the same house. It's the same party. It's the same house. So once you wake up from that, right, then you're declaring independence as you should as an American in your own heart, as your own being. You are independent as designed by God. So go ahead and declare it and then start fighting the establishment. The parties together are the problem. And yep. they want to convince you that if you walk over here, you'll be safer. Yeah. You're safe yeah. when we stand in numbers independently. And, and noted. Battleground. You know, that, that those trucks in Alberta yeah. are surrounded by the police and the police are negotiating with them because the police can't do no. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. They're negotiating. That's, That's yeah. your damn right, man. The you better get on the right side. Back, right? That's right. What you're saying before, police have to step back here. Once you take they that should. step and, back. And this is all it's going to take. This is why I don't like conversations where everybody says, well, the entire government's messed up. We never can do anything with it because that implies you can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that we can do something easily about this. This isn't Mm -hmm. this isn't the only time in history that this kind of shenanigans has happened. You know what? Just just imagine. And Terry, Terry, you that's a great statement. Americans are ninety nine percent, ninety nine point ninety nine percent just complainers. And only one percent endures. Mm-hmm. Think about if the forefathers had the attitudes and 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 the and the fecklessness that you see every that is in our society today, they would have just been complaining about Great Britain, the UK. <laughs> they wouldn't have went out there and fought them in the in the woods and. They wouldn't have fought them on the battlefield and stuff. They would have just been complaining in their huts and houses and stuff. I really can't believe that they're taking over. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what, Wayne. No, really, that is what they did. There was only like 3% of the people in the original colonies that fought the Revolutionary War. Yeah, but they were badass, though. They were. No, there's no what? question. That and divine intervention. Well, We should have never won that war. <laughs> it might It might have started off with three. It might have started off with three. But then it's join or die. But when yeah, they started a lot, there was a lot of them. we were starting to win some stuff, then oh, you, know, is, yeah. you know, you know, fair, fair weathered friends, yeah, that's yeah, yeah summer, people are, summer yeah. soldiers. People, people love to jump behind winners. Uh, yeah. You know, they can wear a Red Sox hat one day and a Yankees hat the next day, and nah. no cross and conscience with that. Which is <laughs> what's that? The volleyball teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? For those of you listening, wondering, what is it that I can do today? What is it? And my challenge to you is, and I've seen this on a lot of Instagram pages that I follow, 
get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Start challenging yourself. I mean, this doesn't mean like start weightlifting tomorrow if you don't even walk a mile today, <laughs> but learn how to fast, right? F spiritually, not as a, oh, a gun or a vegetarian, <laughs> but like little things that you can do. Learn how to fast, learn how to go without, discipline yourself a little bit. You know, take take some self-defense courses, learn how to shoot that firearm. Cook there, some are beans. Things, there are things, mm -hmm. a lot of people talk big, but they haven't even practiced how to walk an inch yet. And yeah. so we can all talk big and have our opinions, but our government is doing what they're doing because they think we're all bark and no bite. Yeah, so exactly. We have exactly. to challenge ourselves every single day with, how am I making, if you can make your home a little bit better today, make your community a little bit better mm -hmm. today, that butterfly effect is larger than whatever Nancy Pelosi and her ilk can spill and, down. And to. also make sure that you have your information consumption program proper. Yep. Because if you turn on the network, they're going to call anybody trying to do the right thing a terrorist. Mm -hmm. And they're going to try their best to convince you mm -hmm. that they're the enemy. So make sure that you... Trust the people that you're listening to. And and if we're talking about consumption, not just information consumption, your consumership overall. What are you there's buying? another weapon you have? What are you what are you voting with your dollars on? Really yep. look into it. Take that time. And if That's you right. can't make a decision, do you really have to spend that dollar right now? Right. Put it in a savings right. account for your kids or or what have you. You know, let's all just be smarter because if we're not smarter now, communism will come down on us and starve us for ourselves. <laughs> you know, I I was thinking about um, I was thinking, and and this 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 is an opinion news show. This is an opinion news show. We see what's going on, and then we try to come with our opinions about how crazy things are. But then we also, as you heard, a few solutions today. Every one of those networks, Fox News included, they have gone away from news. All of you know this, so. This isn't news, news that I'm telling you. They've gone away from news, and they're basically 90 to 90, well, over 90% opinion. You're sitting down there watching somebody else's opinion, and you're taking that as fact. Okay? Their opinion and their agenda together, you're listening to it, and then you're, you're repeating what you're saying. Their opinions, and you, you're taking those opinions as your people aren't thinking anymore. They they aren't thinking or they aren't researching this. Okay, well, let's see. What really happened with this? Let me go and find out. No, you're just watching TV and you oh, well, Jesse Wilder said this. So this is what it must have happened. Well, they are given, they are paid to give the, that's why they had those teleprompters. If you've ever been uh, 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 interviewed or been on TV, you know that they read approved scripts that come up and down on that thing. Okay, it they might not even agree with what is read, but guess what? God darn it, they, are, sla they are slaves to that network, so they got to read what is in front of them. And that, they hated Donald Trump. He couldn't be controlled in what he said. Oh man, he couldn't be controlled right. in what he said. There was no pre-approved script. No, no teleprompter could keep him from saying what was exactly on his mind, and that scared the crap. And he talked every single day, yep. as long as he felt like talking. Yep. And they couldn't do anything about it. And the guy, he 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 made a couple really outstanding moves when he used to do those interviews on the way to the chopper. Mm -hmm. He made them put the cameras on him. 
So they couldn't see all these fools that were out there. They didn't get any camera time at all. It was all Trump. That was on purpose. And you know what else I loved about Donald Trump? He could walk upstairs over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Seamlessly, true. like a boss. You know, what what, uh, <laughs> what Wayne was saying. The president. <laughs> <laughs> what Wayne was saying doesn't just apply to news. No. That's the dangerous part. Right. I'm watching yeah, some kind of show. Right. And I mean, the, the political messaging in them damn commercials, man. Mm-hmm. It is First of all, there ain't no white people left in America, in case you missed that. <laughs> you look on commercials, there's no white people. The only white guy on the commercial. Tell you, that's a serious problem. <laughs> I mean, it is a serious problem because they're trying to do something. They're trying to do more than sell the products. They're putting it out there. The only white guy on the commercials is the gay guy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm watching this commercial. And this is, did you know that there is a pill that homosexuals can take to not get AIDS? Yes, but you can't be a birthing person to take it. <laughs> That's what they say on that commercial. They, but they also say, don't take it if you're going to get pregnant. And I'm like, they're gay dudes. Yeah, but, but any so that commercial, I know exactly what you're talking about. That commercial. I saw that the other night. I was like, what? Because the- they show trans women and gay men and all these different ethnic backgrounds, but not one of them is a prime born time, woman. man. Not one of them is a born woman. So then, then they put a caveat at the end that you can't be a birthing person and take this. You if that doesn't, if that doesn't disturb you, then they got you. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That don't disturb you, then they have. They are yeah, successful. That's a, that's a creepy commercial. Yeah, that's right how is. they're on the pill. Oh my not god! That pill, not that I'm, pill. I'm like. Yeah. I, I mean, my mouth's hanging down. I'm glad my wife wasn't in the room. She'd have made me change the channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's sick. And because the thing oh, is, gracious. and without sounding too like conservative right, but just my point from a moral standpoint is if we need to tell people who are dying from AIDS to be to just take a pill and then you can keep having sex willy-nilly, or if you're, you don't want to worry about it, just keep doing it. And I'm like, look at what we're encouraging. We're encouraging a culture of lust and using other people's bodies for your own personal gratification. That is a crime morally. And we're just saying, yay, up until today, you could have died from it. And we all know you're spiritually gonna, you know what I mean? Spiritually gonna, but now there's a- And the other thing is you're going to die lonely too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me me go back and let me add this video because- Don't play that commercial, but you ain't got that commercial, do you? Not the Pfizer one, <laughs> not the Pfizer one, but sometimes it's better to see things and many of y'all remember it, but you might've forgot it, but you, but you have to look at this as a whole. All of the networks are part of the same game. Yeah, That's why they call it television programming. Mm-hmm. They're programming you into following along with what they want. Um, and, Fox is not excluded. Fox is in there with it. Let me replay this. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. 
But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One side of news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news, news has, has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 I told you that word. Democracy. <laughs> I'm, 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 where are you at, Canada? Are you, where, where are you? You're not here. <laughs> hey, uh, just a quick drop for everybody if you haven't seen it yet. And I know he's a taboo personality. Mike Cernovich did back in 2019 this film called Hoaxed. And mm -hmm. it looks like this um and that clip is in there but he goes into just wayne as you said about programming and the cia getting involved in hollywood and the news and man i don't know where you can catch it now i know he'd been censored off of a few platforms i think it's on amazon like that 15 years ago that, that's not new that that is that one was well, i'm saying it was featured on there um but my point is is when i watched that that video hoax and saw that scene I wanted to throw up, and that's just a tip of the iceberg of what's actually happening, and everybody would be really concerned about it. And, and ladies and gentlemen, just so you understand, those are all local stations. Right. Mm -hmm. None right. of those are national. Right. Yeah. They're on networks, but they're local stations. Did you see your city in there? I saw mine. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 notice, and notice, all of that is coming from, though. Yes, the government. The higher-ups. The government. Exactly. Exactly. You will. You will read this. That's right. And and that's it. Now they're not saying, well, you got to read it at six twenty-five. No, you will read this at some verbatim. You will read it right like it's on this page. Exactly, exactly. And exactly. and that just comes. At, so how stupid they are. Americans mm -hmm. are, are kind of hip to this, right? Yeah. Because there you, was a poll drop. There was a poll anyway. drop yesterday of forty-six countries polled. America ranked last in media trust, and so you have to think of, like. The media might be leaving the American people, and the American people know, just as South Korea knows, not to trust the information that's issued from the government. We're starting to feel the same exact way. The fact that we have to feel that way in America should be very concerning to everyone. But yeah. it's now Especially if you've been news. to Korea. <laughs> right. Especially if you've seen the, the, the propaganda village in North Korea. Yeah. You know, yet we have this border, the DMZ, the 38th parallel. And I'm up there one time out of range, and there's this city on the other side of the DMZ that you can see. It's like a majestic-looking city. It starts getting – and there's loudspeakers over there that are asking all the South Korean soldiers to kill us and come over there for freedom. Mm. And then it starts getting dark, and all of a sudden, 
somebody hits a switch and every light in every building in the whole city goes on at the same time. Mm. I mean, it's all BS. It's a paper city, but that's real. They really do stuff like that in this world. Mm -hmm. And don't think they won't do it here. Don't think they aren't doing it. Look at Biden's fake White House. Look at BLM and Antifa. I mean, when you were talking about the North Koreans asking the South Korean troops to kill Americans, I Mm -hmm. feel that sentiment echoed from some of the calls that Nancy Pelosi has made, some of the squad has made. They've made very violent, overt calls to Antifa and Black Lives Matter to get violent. But then when we show up with signs on January 6th, we're the terrorists. So I feel like we're already there. We're close. <laughs> we're already right. there. We're close. We're not we're, yep. we're not there, and I'll tell you why. Because we still have a Second Amendment today. I don't know how let long me, that's going to last, but that is an ace in a hole. Let me move yeah. to... The planters. Let me move to... Because we already showed you about the media. Let me, let me show you what the White House... What the what Kamala is saying about uh, crime. So does that mean you support a proposal like what we've seen in Los Angeles, Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million, invest it in health initiatives, training initiatives for youth? I support investing in communities so that they become more healthy and therefore more safe. The, in, right now, what we're seeing in America is many cities spend over one-third of their entire city budget on policing. But meanwhile, we've been defunding public schools for years in America. We've got to re-examine what we're doing with American taxpayer dollars and ask the question, are we getting the right return on our investment? Are we actually creating healthy and safe communities? And that's a legitimate conversation, and it requires a a really critical evaluation. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. so she, so she's applauding Eric Garcetti for defunding LA, defunding the police. Well, that leads to old grandmas. I don't know if y'all saw this, but that leads to some old grandmas taking law into their own hands. You gonna pay for that? Huh? You gonna pay for that? Yeah. Where? Huh? You gonna pay for it? Excuse me. I'll set up the Come on, bud. Come on. Get out. Come on. Get out. Get out. Take your shit and go. Fuck off. Officer, could I suggest a nightstick? <laughs> but that's what we need in America. We need some damn nightsticks. But you know, sure. Democrats are now coming out and saying that that's not what they. I mean, defunding the police is isn't what they mean. They even yes, some even some are coming out saying that they have never even been. For defunding the police. Do you believe cities in your district and across the country should be defunding or dismantling their police departments, such as in Minneapolis and and New York, uh, such as they're talking about doing? Well, I don't think New York was talking about dismantling their police department. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. 
uh, resource allocation is very, very important. I'm a former mayor. And so I understand that anywhere upwards of 60 percent of all of the resources that come into a city are used for police and fire. And so I do think that we need to look at how we do a better job of, of resource allocation. So, yes, that my answer is yes to that. We need to be looking at it clearly. You want to fix that and abolish the unions. Yep. One That's does where you go. I can't believe Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris said that that uh, we've been defunding our public schools. Are you what kidding they're me? Do is they're going yeah. to reappropriate? They're just going to put cops in schools. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to merge. The they already do. Pittsburgh already, Pittsburgh already has a public school police force. Oh yeah, you're going to have really? with, with cars with and everything. Kindergarten. Oh yeah. Our bus company, our, our Port Authority Transit has cops. Yeah, be careful bus, when the government tells police. you they're. Be careful when the government tells you they're going to defund anything, yeah. except for yeah. except for black HBCUs, um, because which, which they they are, everything else is just a, a, a sleight of hand where the budget never changes because the which they're trying to bomb right now, which mm -hmm. where some HBCUs are be, um, under the threat of being bombed, but yeah, oh, who, um, supremacists or what? They don't know. They don't know yet. But like five or six yesterday, um, bomb threats were caught into. It's false flags all day, man. These the, um, people, HBC they swear schools. everybody's stupid. There ain't a white guy out there thinking about blowing up a black college. Why would you do that? Like Angel said, there's a lot of mental, mentally unsta unstable people that have been walking the streets since the 80s that, were, that should be locked up. To me, that and, sounds like a government plan. And, and on top of that, they're out here having kids, rosemary babies, and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> they're out here having rosemary babies. So we've been talking That's about why a lot of cities. Uh, there's some happen. issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest. That perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying. Take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts, defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. I'm for responsible reallocation of resources. And defund the police. I think you do all those other things. You don't need all the money that's going to the police department. So yeah, I mean, the spirit of it, I, I, I do support that. Yeah, and you know, a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we were running for office. And I answered yes to that question. We are going to reduce funding in the police department and redirect that money. There's no reason the police budget should just keep growing and growing and growing. They can make sensible cuts to police. We propose to redirect over $7 million from the police bureau. That our city, through our city administrative officer, identified $250 million in cuts. Rashida Tlaib tweeting, no more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. When they're saying defund the police, what are they saying? They're saying we want fundamental, basic change when it comes to policing. 
uh, and they're right. We are reallocating funds. The, the police department here in Minneapolis needs to be dismantled, and we need to start anew. In some- she's just, man, she, she's just straight destruct, destruction, man. Disinvested. You know, and, and these allocate reallocation... Why don't y'all why don't y'all reallocate some of those funds that y'all stealing? Right after you spell it for me. <laughs> uh, you know, all those trillions of dollars that y'all are saying that y'all is gonna fix this and fix that and fix that. Why don't y'all reallocate that to the homeless veterans? Or why don't, why, y'all why don't you take all your take all your agencies and break it down that the only agencies you have left are fire, police, water, and sanitation? And here and um, you know. I just want to point out here, too, as we already showed you guys, the media can't say anything without approval. And these guys are owned by somebody, too. Their language is very carefully chosen, and it is not intended to be genuine. It is not intended to be what they say it's going to be. It's not intended to be any kind of action except to get you into an angry mob fighting for it. So they create this demand. And I, I cringe to think what the solution is for some of these cities that have Defunded. Get out of them. Get out because, of the cities while you can. Because we've already seen in New York, I'm they activated serious. the National Guard to replace nurses that were fired for not being vaccinated. Especially so if you are any type of normal. It's and a normal, that, that's not a word to disparage anybody else. It's a real word with a real definition. Yep. If you're, you fit the norms of an American, civilized American citizen, get the hell out of the city. Uh, that's because a, it's that's all going to crash in on you. There has been a lot of precedents, especially under the guise of a pandemic, where uh, National Guard has been used in ways that they've never been used before, and it's Mm -hmm. gone unchallenged. Um, You see National Guard now augmenting police force. You see National Guard augmenting hospital staff. This is extremely dangerous territory that we're working out of here. And Um, and I just think if it goes unchecked, if they're talking about getting rid of police and replacing it with something else, Mm -hmm. hey, just Just remember back George Orwell in 1984, whatever warm and fuzzy word they give you, it's the opposite. Remember what Barack Obama said that he wanted a civilian corps as large and as well funded as the United States military. He said that he that came out of his mouth. This is this didn't just start. And it didn't start with Obama either. George W. No, Bush. Yeah. George yeah. W. Bush hired Blackwater to take people's guns I mean, when it, yeah. down when it flooded in New Orleans. I saw a video of it. Now, now wasn't Blackwater overseas first? Yeah. And then and then they brought the contractors that you saw yeah. get whacked in Fallujah. Yeah. And I saw I, when the, when the government doesn't provide what their honest solution is and what they honestly how they're honestly going to h- handle the problem, conspiracy theories abound. I mean, you guys mentioned Obama. Obama had UN police forces on our soil, ready for the Second it's Amendment tough, issues yeah, he was ready yeah. to take up. And so then, you know, us conspiracy theories, if we're talking Great Reset and a one-world government type of situation, then are we strangling our police on purpose so we have to outsource it to an international support system? I mean, and and, and how do you strangle them? You make them look like they're troublemakers. You make them look like that they're weak. You make them look like they ain't doing their job. Yep. Yep. They're racist, white supremacists. You you slap them with the worst... You slap them just like you slap the Trump supporters with domestic terrorists. You 
you you make them the worst people in the world so that when they come into your community people are running and people ain't talking and people and then the the communication barrier breaks down nobody's talking nobody's fixing anything no, nothing's getting better everything's getting worse so i i mean that's you got to be careful too though. that's the way the game is played you got to be careful because when people get all upset like for instance the un thing right I saw a story, this is probably not connected to what you said, but it involves the UN. Uh, they were saying that Obama was bringing all these UN peacekeepers here and they showed video of a train with all these UN vehicles yeah, yeah. on it. And it's because they built them here and we were selling them to them. Yeah, you know, I mean, were, I, and I then there was another you. one. There was another one out in Northwestern Pennsylvania and, and across the country, there was all kinds of fuel tankers running back and forth. And I saw this post on Facebook. These people are flipping out. We're getting invaded. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, man, it's Culex. It's an exercise we do every year. So the people driving the tankers in Iraq can know what they're doing before they well, get yeah. there. I mean, it's one, th it's one thing to exercise, exercise, exercise. But my point was, no, I know. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to disparage your point. Allow UN peacekeepers in because yeah, I know what you're I talking about. I don't doubt part. it. But there were videos all over the country of people catching them driving on our highways. Them I wasn't. I wasn't highways. trying to challenge your your thing. I well, was just saying, be careful. Here, we, do yeah. we do get out every show, Hutch, and I love it. It's a nice. But I'm saying we stuff. you gotta you gotta watch because that creates hysteria. Well, the Chicago mayor yeah. did ask the UN to come in. I don't doubt it. I, it Not was, um, and that should scare everyone. Yeah, yeah, the Chicago mayor did want. Uh, love you or, all. I don't, I'm gonna jump off. Okay. Okay. Um, the UN but, wouldn't stand a chance, boy. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting ready to go over to locals. We're going to wind down. Well, I, I want to thank everybody for their awesome comments here. Uh, and <laughs> um, you will, I still have Block Island for those people that want to act up in the chat. I, we still got Block Island. It's it's still uh, you know we're still shipping people over to there and um, seeing if they want to survive survive out there if they can't survive in the chat room you know oh and you know what I'm gonna give a shout out to everybody that is um, chatting uh, on in the getter chat room too I want to thank everybody uh, for for posting there too hopefully one of these days we can get that chat connected with this regular chat uh, last words touch before we before we roll out looks like some more snows coming in i might have to roll out I after started. the show get out there freaking plow again it never ends and it will it does end though it look and it looked like a lot of snow and ice too man i mean yeah yeah, yeah we're, i mean and it looks like us in maryland look like we're gonna uh get not really get anything uh but that thing went from texas all the way to maine almost didn't it I didn't look at it. I just saw it on the weather channel. I got to oh, go look after the show. It's huge. Check, check my man out. Yeah, it's huge. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you over on Locals. We'll be back tomorrow from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.